0: The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts and guests of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs broadcasted on this station. If you would like to know more about Valley Free Radio, please visit us at valleyfreeradio.org.
2: Hallelujah,
1: hallelujah, hallelujah.
3: Good evening and welcome to Baby, Civil Politics here, here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm the host Michael Dow. I'm back again this week. And with me is the whole crew. We have uh, George Claxton. Good evening. Sue Timberlake. Hey there. uh, Stefan Ward Wheaton. Hello. And even Jonra, who probably wants to stay off the microphone and just run the (laughs) board. But we're all here. And uh, uh, those of you who were uh, showing any concern, just uh, the news about my mother is good. Her health seems to be bouncing back. So hooray. Uh, Yay. Yay. Good things. (laughs) So. Um, before we get into talking about the politics and things like that, I should mention a couple of things that are important. Um, obviously, you can contact us and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, on email, it's civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. On Twitter, it's at civilpoliticsfm. On Facebook, we are civilpoliticsradio. Uh, we also have a website, which is civilpoliticsradio.com, where you can listen to recordings of previous shows and see articles that we link to and little essays that we write and so forth. Um, the other thing that's really important to mention is this week is Pledge Week here at Valley Free Radio. It's our fall uh, fun drive. That's how we're uh, staying on the air. It's what allows us to do what we do. Um, none of us get paid. <laughs> Uh, as we all keep lamenting. (laughs) And, uh, in fact, uh, uh, those of us who are members of the the station actually are are paying to be here, Um, and uh, we operate on kind of a shoestring budget, but all of that money comes from uh, listeners like you, from people who want to donate to the station and keep us on the air. So we'd love it if you would contribute. Um, I should mention that the estate of my late brother, David S. Dow, is uh, kicking in $10 for every listener who donates. So uh, there's a little extra oomph behind if you give us a pledge. And you can do that by going to the website, uh, valleyfreeradio.org, and right at the top of the page, there's a donate thing. You can click there and donate through PayPal. Or you can call us. It's uh, 413-585-1033. That number again, 5, uh, 413-585-1033. Uh, we'd love it if you'd call and, and, and give a contribution over the phone. We're, we're good either way. We're happy to hear from you. Um, but, yes, please do pledge and donate to us. We'll be mentioning it again during the show, but that's that's what keeps us on the
2: air.
0: And we can acknowledge them on the air if they'd like us to. Absolutely. So,
2: yeah. Yes. Right. Indeed. Uh, we certainly And appreciate if you want to mail the donation in, you can do that, too. A good point. Yeah. The w- ad-
3: address is on the website, but we're in we're in Florence, Massachusetts. studio's at, I think, 140 Pine Street, Florence, Mass. So...
4: We are at 140, just uh, to Valley Free Radio, 140 Pine Street, Florence, Massachusetts, 01062. You can also go to valleyfurradioorg slash donate directly there and just click one of the buttons and uh, donate whatever you'd like. There are a few options that are automatic, uh, just like recurring mm-hmm. um, contributions. So uh, it would just be a couple bucks a month, maybe, and that would help us out a lot. Or you can make a contribution through just with your credit card through PayPal. Very secure. I've checked it out. It's cool. Yes.
1: Feel free to give us as much as you want. <laughs> if you do mail in a check, just write civil politics on it so we can brag about it.
4: Yay! <laughs> no, to make
0: it out to John or Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that your last name? I've been wondering. Oh, no. <laughs> busted. You're busted. <laughs>
3: just make it out now to... Now
2: we can find you,
3: John. <laughs> Just just make it out to, hey, just make it out to Richard M. Nixon and we'll take care of the rest. (laughs) Yeah. So um, anyway, so uh, that was our opening music instead of our regular theme music was uh, the opening for Saturday Night Live this past week where uh, Kate McKinnon, uh, still in her garb as uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, made a tribute to uh, uh, the late Leonard Cohen who just died. And also, I guess, to Hillary's campaign, and to some extent, the, the way some of us feel, maybe sort of
2: our our hopes and dreams for the United States. We'll, yeah. we'll have to see. But it has been a bad year for people dying. Leon Russell just died too.
3: Well, I mean, every year you lose a lot of great people, but but certainly a this lot of, this of year them
0: my age, unfortunately. Exceptional <laughs> for. Well,
2: but Gwen Gwen Eiffel of uh, PBS News Hour just died. Yeah. Gwen Eiffel, well, at the all age right. of sixty-one. Gwen
3: Eiffel, David Bowie, Prince, Muhammad Ali. Uh, five
4: dog. Oh, five from Tribe yeah. Called Quest. Poor one out for that. Oh,
3: okay, right. I, I was like.
4: They just released a new album. Yeah, they recorded it. they were about to put it on Saturday Night Live. Uh, and Five passed away before. Oh wow! Um, but he, they recorded all of his parts before. Oh wow! So uh, their album just came out, and it there are a lot of good social justice uh oh. songs on there too. I'll have to listen so to, to it. Five yeah. Dog,
3: and obviously Leonard Cohen, and and you know, um. Well, anyway, so uh. Who
2: also just released an album.
3: Yes, d- the day before he died. Um, uh, so I just want to um, personally, because I didn't get a chance to talk about it at all last week because I was away, um, just for me, the 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 election of Donald Trump uh, has been certainly kind of galling, um, in part because I am very left-wing in my politics, and we all know this. But to me, a big part of uh, what's upsetting about it is I believe in what the show is about the idea that like civil civility and politics that we can come together and not just argue and fight and that's not he
0: wanted to win more than that
3: yeah (laughs) well well not just that it's like the way he won was you know yelling at people saying we've got you know Mexicans are bad and Hillary's crooked and we should lock her up and like that was you know like it's one thing to say Hillary Clinton sucks or I don't like Hillary Clinton it's another thing to say Hillary Clinton You know, to, like, threaten to jail her as soon as you become president. And shoot her. And shoot her, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and the, all the fake news shows that now turn out have been, you know, sort of were being put out about all the things she did yeah. that were in certain news news circuits, and uh, they're they're talking about it a lot yeah. right now. I, about I think even Twitter's tried to start to shut that stuff down. Well,
3: I didn't even know some of this stuff was happening, yeah. but yeah, I've, I've certainly heard. Well, I heard think that you have to
0: be of a certain type that you got those um, mail oh. blasts. You know, it's it's you know how news now is a little bit selected it's be- by it's white. It's become very targeted, yes. Yeah, and so um, some of them were just um, just. I mean, they were amazing. And yeah. that's why people would call up talk shows with these crazy stories. Yeah. It turns out they they thought those were news sites that they were being... Uh, well, and
3: I, I, I am flabbergasted at the, the amount of people who still, like, go on... Who, who still bring up things like Benghazi. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, after... The the Republicans in the House basically said, "Yeah, she didn't do anything wrong." I mean, like three times, right? I mean, these pe- the people who hate her and want her to fail can't pin anything on her. Yeah. You just anyway, I just sort of wonder about that. Actually,
0: but, one of his appointees was uh, anti-Hillary uh, Benghazi person pompeo pompeo oh
3: right well we should certainly get into oh, that yeah. in one moment but just save to it m- for later yeah well yeah yeah and absolutely it's hugely it's you know we certainly want to talk about all of this but just to me that was that was what was really dismaying it was just like to see like like there were apparently a lot of americans not a, a majority of the voters aptly because of course hillary has it turns out gotten m- a more than a million more votes than Donald. it was Trump.
0: two wasn't it two million
3: well, it's over 1 million. I, yes.
2: I've heard a variety of numbers. And I, I checked. It's I, over a million. Though. I checked
3: yeah. yesterday. <laughs> it was like 1.1 1. 1 million. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is a whole lot of voters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that makes me feel a bit better. But regardless, like, it was just astonishing to me that that many people would vote for someone who was that mean, that, yeah. you know, horrible in, in in the way he behaved. And also so bad for the job did you and see john
0: so, stewart yeah. he, he got interviewed this week and i didn't started, yeah it was pretty good and he was basically saying look same country it was two weeks ago it is today and it will be in well, next I year and then he said um and do you think that we haven't had anti-semitic anti-black presidents <laughs> before and then he said have you listened to the nixon tapes you know yeah, and he yeah. just was he was sort of saying look the country will survive this, but I thought it was a very interesting way to explain it because I hadn't heard from him in you know quite a while, and yeah. I forget what show he was on. He Whis- showed up with
1: his uh, uh, Charlie Rose, seventeen o'clock shadow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been growing yeah. it out a little bit in the yeah. whisker side. Very
0: distinguished, yeah. but it was pretty good. Uh,
4: count right as I can find right now is one point four three million votes over Trump with a margin of one point one percent. Wow.
0: Yeah, and I think it's because they're still counting a lot of the absentee. And yeah, all that yeah, stuff. they're
2: also counting a lot of votes in California, where I suspect most of the votes will go to Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, California is a huge state with a huge population, and it takes a while to count them. People were very upset during the primaries when it took until like June or July for them to oh, finalize the, yeah. the the count there, but everybody knew ahead of time that was what was going to happen they announced it weeks and weeks before that yeah it just takes time to count that many ballots yeah so um
3: before you know we certainly want to get into talking about what's been happening because of Trump but just like was there any like for you guys what was stunning or surprising or or unexpected or, or whatever I mean just like I said to me like that so many people would vote which would pick trump uh despite seeing like all these warning signs about like how he's really not a good choice for the presidency you know like that to me really yeah,
0: including letters signed by people that now have to eat crow yeah. who said that he's not qualified and yeah, you know, I mean, not that's, qualified. yeah. well yes
3: yeah, that was one of the reasons why like like arguably you know however racist trump himself personally is and that certainly is a can be discussed but like he's made it very clear that he's comfortable with people who talk, who who make racial accusations and whatnot. Like that's 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 not incidental to him. And people go like, yeah, that guy. It, you know, like people choose that over competence. Just it, stunned it's, me.
2: It's not really surprising <laughs> to me, but I I was expecting that if Trump won, that we would see the sort of violence we've already been seeing. Yeah. People yelling Trump and hitting people over the head with clubs, people uh, scra- scratching the name Trump the into yep. other people's cars, uh, there was kids a- in school shouting Trump, 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 go back to Africa, build that wall.
3: And just like the, the day after the election, I had an elementary school somewhere in the country, I don't remember, but there were two water fountains and someone put uh, put whites and, you know, whites only and colored over them, you know, these two water fountains yeah. sitting next to each other. I was like,
0: "Wow!" was yeah, not it the uh, Southern Law Poverty Southern L- Poverty, Poverty, Poverty C- Law Center? Yeah, yeah, they were saying they had four inc- four hundred incidents, and that they mm. didn't keep a baseline, but that it also happened after Obama, that there was a huge surge in uh, yeah. racial racial anti racial hate crime kind of
2: stuff. But but again, that was people reacting to Obama winning, yeah. not people cheering Obama on. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm not surprised by this. I'm also not surprised (laughs) by the fact that the neo-Nazi movement has claimed Trump as their president and as an icon of their movement and have decided that they can use this as an excuse to do what they want and anything that they want. And they have already begun to make moves to that effect. And the fact that he actually chose a white supremacist as his chief strategist.
0: Yeah. Oh, Bannon. Yes, yes Bannon.
2: that that tells us quite a lot. Yeah, And as you said just a moment ago, it doesn't mean that everybody who voted for Trump is a vehement racist. What it does mean is that these people are okay with it. Yeah, They're okay with the idea of grabbing women by the genitals. They're okay with the idea of registering people of a religion that they don't like they're yeah. okay with the idea of yeah. reinforcing segregation
3: yeah and again th- that's we, we can we can certainly keep getting into this but like it was certainly for example there was a fellow named i think his name was baribe i don't remember his first name but he basically was saying like oh there's a precedent in history in u.s history for uh for creating a registry for uh for muslims here in the country oh, yes yeah. you know the in, you know and it turned out he, he was talking about the internment camps japanese, for japanese people in yeah. world war ii so i I'd say George Takei was turning in his grave, but happily, Actually, he's still he did, with us.
1: Yeah, he did say something. <laughs> you yeah, I'm sure something.
2: it's 2016, after all. Uh, no, George Takei's <laughs> <K's> still alive.
1: <laughs> he I'm, exists entirely on Facebook these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, long may he reign.
3: But so Sue, uh, like, like again, this is something I, I, I was, I particularly was curious to hear what you would have to say about this because, you know, you're you're a Republican, so like he's already sort of run roughshod over almost everything your party believes in.
0: <laughs> yeah and i think the party was split and i think you know somebody was joking today i forget where it was national review or somewhere that it's yeah. the hostile takeover of the republican party yeah. so and and people were making the same point that bernie sanders actually ran against his the democratic party too and some of their practices sure and i'm gonna take a little different tact i don't i don't think all trump Um, folks are racist I think what happened is that he spoke to people about economic um, sort of the U.S. becoming an economic power again and I think that's why the Rust Belt because those are the folks that really put him over the top that was a surprise was you know the Michigans and the Wisconsins and 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 so in some ways it may be if you're in such a desperate strait and you see no outlook for your children that you're not really you might be listening to racist stuff because it makes you feel better but i'm i'm arguing that you know that he that he really spoke to people about the economic trade positions and that he could fix it and people took a chance on him who wouldn't normally have done that and i think it's partly because none of us trust our parties at the moment i think hmm. that there's a you know it's a little bit like brexit but it's <coughs> no. that it's that return to can somebody please, you know, get rid of all these interlopers and these bureaucrats and and really repair the country? And so it's really unfortunate because he he is a guy that says horrible things and does horrible things and and makes empty promises. And yeah. well, I was having an argument with friends of mine who are progressive Democrats, and um, they they're heartbroken, and it was a really tough um, sure. time that I spent with them. Um, but. It, they were arguing that, yeah, I. they would say something, they say, well, you know, he was pro-choice, or he knows how to negotiate a deal, and they were saying, you can't believe a thing he says, and I said, well, you can't believe the bad things he says then either, because he just has no moral compass. He is, you know, we jo- we joked early on when the show started about corporate, you know, the business of business and what's the purpose of business, and that it's amoral. Yeah. He he actually will do anything to win. I mean, that is that is who he is. That's true. And so, uh, some I of the people that. that voted for him may very well have voted for him. Because they don't, they don't care. They want to get rid of the TPP. They want to turn back NAFTA. They want to get coal mining again. You know, they just want the country to have like a economic boom. And it was that kind of argument. So, so
3: you think they bought the bill of
2: goods?
0: They bought the bill. I I think so. I mean, I don't know I'm, how they'll feel uh, in a week or two or not. I'd two. like
2: to say that I agree with Sue. Yeah. On some of this, yeah? I think that there were a number of people out there who did sort of vote their pocketbook hoping sure. that he would do some of the things that he's already saying now that he can't really do. On the you other You mean hand, the fence
0: instead of the wall? <laughs> yeah. On
2: the other hand, well, bringing you, back coal you jobs. You cannot yeah. vote for part of a Nazi ideology. Yeah, you can say, well, he'll make the trains run on time, but but if you're going to kill people, that. yeah,
0: no. or if you kill the people that run the trains when they don't come in, yeah, and yeah. you know you can
2: say I'm voting for the economy, but when he says <gasps> he's going to register people that he's going to violate the rights and take away the rights of your fellow Americans, that's part of what you voted
0: for,
3: right? And that's part of what I, f- I found shocking because again, like that whole like utter disregard for
0: the constitution well and and
3: f- <laughs> and for what makes us people you know like is is again the sort of like contrary to the whole idea behind why we got together to do this show yeah. so you know like that just just bugs me but I was, so like so there was so i was just wondering so like and stefan i see you've got something to say but so just so there wasn't anything that sort of left out at it. you was sort of like i am really surprised about this because of x i mean obviously the polls were certainly telling us that hillary was likely to win no yeah.
0: and friday i went to work before the election and i said i'm Sorry I have to say this, but I think he's got a real shot at this. Yeah, I remember you said that on the show before. And it was just, there was something about... But I
3: was in denial, (laughs) so I I was like, (laughs) la, la,
0: la, la, la. Well, (laughs) and by Sunday, I was back the other way. You know, I was at work again, and I said, I just can't, I can't, I can't figure this. There's something going on here. And, of course, he, you know... Well, we were on the air Tuesday night. Yeah, I remember. And there was dead silence here. John, or you had to tell us to start talking again because we were all... True. <laughs> we were, yeah. We were
4: all silenced. I do want to say something to Mike. Please. Um, I don't think that was denial. I think, I mean, uh, at least in my, in, in my experience, that wasn't denial. That was um, a belief in the, in the core American system. And that failed spectacularly in my opinion it sure did uh but i don't think that you were denying the truth i think that you were you were reading everything but i at least for me i i knew everything that was coming i knew that he had a chance but i believed in the that the voters would Would prevail like that that good would prevail and it didn't
2: maybe by a squeaker but yeah you thought that yeah she might pull it out in the end. Yeah, I, I mean, I Especially I
4: kept looking at the recovered. map. I was like, okay, I, uh, you know. he, she, she, she can get Pennsylvania, right? Uh, nope. Okay. We, we, we've got, no. Okay. okay.
0: Uh, and George, <laughs> you were the only one who said that he had a chance, and you said yeah. that, you know, over the summer. He wins the bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bet but, was about the
3: polls in October. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think
0: we still owe him a dinner, though, because that was very yeah. insightful.
2: You know, let, let's not forget that what's happening here is nothing new. Hatred of Jews in this country is not a new thing. Hatred nope. of black people is not a new thing. Nope. We've got people out there. Don't forget Trump, women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was getting to that. <laughs> the, the, the Trump voters who were talking about bringing slavery back, bringing segregation back, talking about taking away women's choice, taking away women's rights to work outside the home. There are even people talking about taking away women's right to vote. To vote, Yeah. yes. Yeah, some of them are women by the way Um, (coughs) that we call
0: them ladies against women
2: (laughs) (laughs) and you know we had these women in West Virginia one of whom ran uh, the local county board the other one was mayor of the town and you know one of them wrote a Facebook post about being happy that Melania Trump was replacing that Ape in heels, a right. reference to uh Michelle Obama yeah. and the mayor agreed with her. They're both out of a job now, but yeah. uh, you know, to think for them to think that they could say that sort of thing and get away with it. Right. Well, I mean that people were saying that kind of thing but, but for years
3: now, but yeah, it's certainly they're coming out of the woodwork even more. And actually, can, can so, I please, ask a question? Please.
0: So I heard somebody say in the last 4 days that Melania Trump is um she sells her body. That's how they were portraying it. And it uh-huh. wasn't that, you know, there's a story that she was... Um, you mean as, an, an, actual, a prostitute. Or, as yes. an actual sex
3: worker as it, yeah, opposed to, yes. like, as a model. But that what they mm-hmm. were yes,
0: saying yeah. was they were saying it that way because she's a model so that you couldn't you couldn't discount it. And I found that really offensive that they were saying that. And it was, you know, it was sort of in, in the same vein of, oh, my goodness. I mean, even if you think it's true, it's sort of... The f- now the first lady of the United States, and it was just a very
2: well, not yet. Yeah, but <laughs> January. It,
0: <laughs> true, true enough. Um, but it was a funny way to say it. It was it was to be the most disparaging it possibly could be in a in where it wasn't it wasn't needed, and I was surprised by it.
2: I think that attacking somebody's wife is simply beyond the pale. No, attacking somebody's th- spouse. I thought, yeah, spouse. Good well, point. yeah, and I thought that was true when they were attacking Michelle Obama and her children. You know, attacking the family is well beyond the pale. It, it, Unless, it was back in the 90s when they yeah. went after Hillary and Chelsea. Well, yes. But, you know, if you put yourself in a position like the whole thing where she stole <laughs> Michelle Obama's speech, you know, that that's justified. That's something she did. That's something she did. Well, yeah. And if she did, in, and, you know, there's questions given the nature of of Trump's candidacy where he was attacking illegal aliens, the indication right now is that she worked as a model and possibly as an escort while she did not have the right to work in the United States. For that, you know, you can comment on that. The, 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 the sort of low-level hypocrisy of like, yeah, your wife actually was
3: an undocumented. Yeah. Oh, immigrant.
0: so Barron is an anchor baby.
3: <laughs> baron is an anchor baby yes so actually i should mention because uh, we're, we're we're coming well, up on the break before right. <laughs> too too long we are still doing fundraising if you just joined us this is civil politics here on valley free radio and it is our fun drive week here for for valley free radio we're a small nonprofit radio station um donations from listeners like you are a huge part of what keeps us on the air so if you want to donate and i hope you do Uh, You can reach us, uh, the easiest way is to go to the website valleyfreeradio.org and click on the donate button right there at the top. It's a PayPal, so it's secure. You can use PayPal, it's quite secure, Um, and if you don't want to do that, you can call the station, 413-585-1033, that's 413-585-1033, valleyfreeradio.org is the website, and uh, every donation, each person who gives money to the station during this pledge drive, there'll be a $10 uh, uh, matching gift from uh, the estate of my late brother, David Dow. So,
4: One thing I want to say about PayPal. Yes. Um, th- uh, the, the PayPal, one of the co-founders, is a Trump supporter. Yeah. Uh, but he is not involved with the business right now. He has sold it. Just so you guys
2: know. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, so it's a,
0: it's he's cool. one it's cool. of the few what, Silicon Valley. What's that Spinal value?
2: Tap song? Give me some money.
0: And we have things we give away too. If you call in and you, um, if you make a donation, we have a whole list of CDs and all kinds of things that you can get. I know we had a yeah. couple of River Valley Market gift certificates. Twenty dollars so gets you a T-shirt. Twenty dollars yeah, gets you a T-shirt. Valley Free
3: Radio T-shirt. Those they they look pretty good. So, yeah. um, so anyway, if um, you donate, how much for uh, the sweatshirt?
4: Twenty (laughs) dollars. Twenty dollars for each. I don't care. (laughs) It's Friday. Uh, If you donate more than ten dollars, press start to continue. We'll give you a free video game.
2: There you go. Nice. What kind of video games? uh? A fun one.
4: (laughs) Uh, Different kinds. There's um, there's uh, first person shooters. There's uh, uh, real time strategy. There's card games. Um, and uh, there is DLC. So, um, you can go to press. Uh, start to continue. dot com and see DLC? the list there. Downloadable content, uh. additional content for a
2: game that you already own. Okay. Yeah. You, so, you might want to tell them that because not everybody does yeah. computer speak. If, if you if you want to play, a I mean honestly, game, if
4: if I say I'm going to give you a Steam key for uh, for ten dollars, then you'll know what a DLC is, or else you're no. not going to want it.
3: No. <laughs> I, as John was right, if if you don't know what it is, you don't want it. So, but, <laughs> but you yes, don't know you want it yet. But but it's DLC true. is like you know you can uh, you can play the the new James Bond game and give him swap him into a Hawaiian shirt because you know whatever anyway um it's all good (laughs) it's all good so i know we want to take a break shortly but um
0: and and Stefan. Um,
3: Stefan has he been waiting patiently. The so, Bernie yeah. bro must have an opinion about oh, this he's, <laughs> he's not a Bernie bro. He's a Bernie oh. supporter. Oh, yes. sorry. There's,
0: there's a
1: difference. Uh, is there? I don't know. It's hard to tell sometimes.
3: But uh, the Bernie bros are the ones who are happy to sort of pass around
1: sexist memes about Hillary Clinton and Melania Trump. Oh no, Stefan. Is, no, 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 no Bernie supporters board. I know. But apparently this exactly. is out there yet. Yeah. But that's. I did. I'm. I've been sort of analyzing some data coming out of this election and the shi- the voter shifts when you bracket by income yep. uh, percentiles are very interesting because uh voters uh earning less than fifty thousand dollars a year shifted republican voters earning more than that more affluent well-educated voters shifted democrat that's a very unusual oh, interesting. double shift to be happening mm. because you know normally Democrats have still have even even in recent years when party allegiances have shifted They've retained a solid working-class vote and Republicans have still done very well amongst affluent voters. That's starting to shift now and I think I think that may be part of why the polling was so off Was because that was just a that was just a kind of movement that people weren't expecting if you were analyzing this election according to traditional metrics you would have predicted what a lot of the pollsters predicted, I think, which was a fairly close race, but one that was a fairly predictable Clinton victory. And it just didn't turn out that way, because I think the combination of low turnout and, these, um, you know, and economic insecurity, as Sue said, um, and a, la- a relative lack of enthusiasm amongst the Democratic base, really just, it was almost a perfect storm. And I was there on Tuesday, and it was, you know, <laughs> as you said, it was, Yeah, you know, we were just... Silenced. Yeah, <laughs> we, were, we were gobsmacked. And then we yeah. went home, yes. I think, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> yes. yes, I went home. <laughs> and we we're, were gobsmacked
3: <laughs> some more. So, but, uh, so, so what you're saying is that, like, lower-income voters, uh, if they were white, went for Trump, and if they weren't, they went for Hillary? that,
1: or that didn't show up. Or didn't, or show, didn't up.
3: show up, yeah. Well, the, the well, vote suppression is a whole other issue, which is huge.
2: Well, yes. I mean, there there was voter suppression, but there was also simply apathy? A, a matter of apathy. Mm-hmm. There were lots and lots of people who simply didn't show up. An interesting study that came out of Oregon, uh, either yesterday or earlier today, the people who were arrested for rioting in Portland, 60% of them didn't vote. <sighs> Many of them were not even registered to vote. Ah, uh, Really? <laughs> yeah, and thanks, and, guys. And the people in Portland are saying, you know, these are anarchists. These are not people who are protesting with us. They came coming from other areas just to cause trouble, but. They didn't even vote for Jill Stein? I mean, come on. No.
0: <laughs> you know, Bill Belichick and uh, Tom Brady both came out sort of, you know, a letter from Belichick, and Tom Brady yeah. said it was breaking up his marriage. But Belichick, there was a local in the Hingham newspaper, and he lives down that way in H- Hingham or Hall, and they said that he hasn't voted in six years. So even though he might have ra- written a letter to Trump saying that he was a winner and Trump read the letter, Belichick doesn't vote. So it's sort of interesting that... You know, do you think it's possible that because the polls were saying Hillary's going to win, that people stayed home that might otherwise have voted?
2: Maybe. It's really difficult to say whether they were going to stay home anyway. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't
3: know. It's <clears throat> it's sort of hard to tell. I, I don't know. I mean, certainly I think it's clear that the enthusiasm that drove voter turnout for Barack Obama, in part driven by people going like Oh, wow, we could have our first black president. That would be cool. There wasn't the same, like, we could have our first woman president. Oh, but it's Hillary, I don't know. So, yeah. So, hard to say. But we should uh, perhaps take a short break here now um, and play some PSAs and whatnot uh, and give folks a chance to uh, make donations to the show during, uh, our, for our pledge drive. Uh, once again, it's uh, valleyfreeradio.org. or how you can get in touch with us and donate Uh, please do and if you want we'll be happy to give a shout out to you on the air so uh, don't go away we'll be right back
2: classical music on valley free radio tune in to andy Musique wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. for an hour of beautiful music to start your day hosted by lucy and larry
0: This is Professor Howard Zinn. The independent, non-commercial radio station you're listening to is really important in the maintenance of democracy. Thomas Jefferson once said, an informed democracy will behave in a reasonable manner. So if you care about being informed, if you care about democracy, if you're a reasonable person, you are, of course. Please support your source for uncensored news and views
1: and the voice of your community.
3: You me right round, baby,
1: right round.
2: So
0: come to space. Tune in to Subculture,
4: the best in new wave, electro, dance, indie pop, and funk music. Friday nights from 8 to 10 here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJ 103.3 FM. Are you interested in connecting with the international community in the Pioneer Valley? Then volunteer to help your immigrant neighbors improve their English and integrate better into their surroundings. Become a volunteer tutor. Take a free 15-hour training taught by the International Language Institute in downtown Northampton. For more details on an application, go to ili.edu or contact Amy at ili.edu. Students come from Africa, Asia, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East. So volunteer to tutor and expand your world.
3: Sundays at 10 a.m., WXOJ's radio show Occupy the Airwaves has the latest news from the occupation movement locally, regionally, nationally, and around the planet. Tune in at 103.3 FM or webcasting at www.valleyfreeradio.org.
2: Blogging at occupytheairwaves.wordpress.com. Listeners can call into the show at 413-585-1033.
3: You are listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM. I'm Mayor David Narkowitz and I support Northampton's community radio station.
1: The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, in the country we have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day we also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems all of this is free locally available at 20 west street in northampton so come by and check us out in person or at www.forbslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information
3: And we are back with civil politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow, and with me are still the whole crew, John Roberts, Stefan Ward-Wheaton, George Claxton, and Susan Timberlake. Hey, folks. Hey there. And should just mention, oh, go ahead, Stefan, yeah. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too <laughs> late. Too slow. But uh, should mention, uh, it is our fall, yeah, uh, uh, fun, uh, fundraising week. Fund drive. Yes, yes.
2: we are. We <laughs> give are early, give often.
3: <laughs> give early, give often. It's it. You can do that legally. It's not like voting. Um, so. Uh, We'd love it if you would support us because that's what keeps us on the air. This is a entirely volunteer, nonprofit station, operates on a shoestring budget. Uh, your small donation is actually helpful and appreciated. Uh, your huge donation is really helpful and appreciated, but, you know, don't be thinking like you have to give us a lot of money uh, uh, or it's not worth it. Um, we appreciate each and every listener we have and each and every donor we have. And... Every uh,
2: 5 bucks counts. Every 1 buck counts.
3: Well, especially because if you give us even $1, every human who gives who gives to the station, my brother's my late brother's uh, estate will give $10. You can't give money in the name of your pets. It's got to be in your name, but but otherwise, you know, <laughs> human donors, each one it's another $10 for us. And you can you can give to us by either calling us at 413-585-1033. That's 413 413- 585-1033, or you can get in touch with us through our website, which is valleyfreeradio.org, and click on the Donate button right there, and PayPal will quickly and easily and securely transfer any funds to us that you care to, care to, uh, care to commit, including even recurring donations as well, which is great. <clears throat> so um, I wanted to, to segue a little bit, uh, or sort of dove, dovetail back and talk a bit about what um, one of the things that sort of uh, people have been talking about is sort of a rise in hateful displays um, around the country. You know, like people attacking women and trying to grab their hij- hijabs off or yelling at people at a line at a Starbucks or putting up racist signs at their schools. There have been a few incidences here in the Pioneer Valley. Uh, the mayor of Holyoke, Alex Morse? Morse. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Just uh, posted to his. Go ahead. Uh, facebook feed just today uh a letter that basically someone sent him anonymously saying basically you suck and, you know gay person go away and uh there were uh a lot of hateful messages spray-painted on top of mount tom in i'm not sure if it was in e- east hampton or holyoke but like right on East line. Hampton, it was yeah. in East Hampton, but right on the line there because it straddles <clears throat> and they were you know uh, uh saying things like gasp the jews Um, and using uh, uh, horrible racial slurs and Trump 2016 and swastikas. So
1: Um, I do want to just give a shout-out to my friend Tom, no relation to the mountain in (laughs) East Hampton, who was part of the crew who went out there and cleaned cleaned a lot of it up. So kudos to them.
0: And then somebody had cleaned up. There was previous graffiti from uh, this year, and they cleaned that up too. So I guess it's quite the graffiti spot.
3: Well, and so that – so you mentioned, Sue, you mentioned John Stewart earlier pointing out, like, you know, we've had racist, horrible presidents, you know, like, like, you know, Wilson, pres- I was gonna say President Wildrow Wilson, who was, you know, he openly sympathetic to the KKK.
0: He mentioned LBJ, too, which surprised me. And I didn't hear what he was saying about LBJ. But he he said Nixon, you know, anti-Semite and then LBJ. And I didn't hear what he said about LBJ. Well, I think
3: LBJ, I think the guy who, who signed the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act is at least a
0: partial pass. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he was alluding to. I don't.
3: I don't know. What but he was alluding Maybe. to. If you look at the. My understanding also is that LBJ did help uh, Jews escape Europe during World War II. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe
0: it was women. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Whoa! No, uh, no!
0: What? That's crazy! <laughs> yeah, he, I didn't hear what John Stewart said, but he put him in the same boat with Nixon. Wow! Well, he said, "Do you think we haven't had?" Well,
3: certainly, he was also secretly taping people while they were in the Oval Office and on the phone with him. So, oh, there you go. You
0: know, that, that, that's <laughs> though though I
2: would point out that at that time it was legal. <coughs> Shockingly.
0: Yeah, there's some things that Pence did that were legal in his state when he did them, but um, they're pretty bad conflict of interest-wise.
3: Yeah, and he's getting sued over private email now as well. Oh, is he? Yes, (laughs) he is. Yeah, that's great. But George, you specifically have worked as a local crime reporter for a while before you went off to save people in your superhero job. Um, So I just, like, to what extent is these things that happen right here and the happy little liberal womb of the Pioneer Valley. How out of the ordinary is that really? To what extent is, is John Stewart right? It's like we're well, just noticing it, but it's the same old, same old. Or well, there's a new?
2: couple of things that we need to note. One is that recently, in the last 10 or 20 or 30 years, this has been a fairly liberal area. Historically, however, uh, this used to be a very big clan area back in the 20s and 30s. Oh, yeah, they had that uh, huge, huge had, presence up in Sunderland, right? Yeah, yeah. And the Klan used to have marches through downtown Northampton and through downtown Springfield. No, really? And, uh, yeah. And they were very much against the presence and jobs for black people and for Catholics because there were a lot of both working at the Springfield Armory. Right. Uh, but, yeah, historically, this has been an extraordinarily bigoted area. Recently, it's become sort of the womb of the, of the liberal left, uh, and yes, in uh, Sunderland there were uh, groups of clansmen. There were also members of the John Birch Society. Okay, my well, understanding—I
0: thought that was a bedroom community for um, the Cow College, Mass uh, Aggie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and was. a place that, to grow that, tobacco. That, <laughs> <laughs> that does not
2: change the fact that yeah. there were there well, were a lot of very right wing you know,
0: people there. S- student ghetto.
2: There still are. I mean, uh, Franklin County in general has a lot of very right wing people. So this is so. In some ways, you're saying this is kind of business as usual. Well, I would say that surfacing as as I said before, this is nothing new. There's been racism and anti-Semitism. In the United States since the very inception of the country. Well, sh- b- before <laughs> and before, but you know, before it was more of a European problem because they ruled the land. Well, kudos to
3: my uh, uh, my my Puritan ancestors for, of course, also exterminating the people who lived here. Yeah, I
0: was just yes. going to say the Indians might have something to say. About <laughs> yes,
3: that. As, okay. as if we hadn't killed them all. Yes, <laughs>
2: we 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 may even have some of the same Puritan ancestors. I'm who sure. Were I'm in sure.
3: That. Actually, but, it sort of reminds me like like sort of some. I don't remember who it was, but pointed out someone pointed out like, you know, we talk about our fear of immigrants coming in here and displacing us and taking our jobs. That's only happened once in American history. And we're going to be celebrating it this thir- coming Thursday with <laughs> yes. a
0: turkey dinner.
2: I think there was John Oliver that said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it takes but, a grit to tell us. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, this there is, in fact, a new wave of of hate crime going on across the country. According to the FBI, there's been a 67% rise since the election in anti-Muslim hate crime. Ah.
0: Since there, last Tuesday?
2: That's over um, the course of
4: last year. It's not oh. since the election. Oh, it's not since uh, last week? The, uh, the only numbers that we have for the election are the Southern Poverty Law Center um, self-reporting and and they're uh, doing research on news stories and that's uh, over four hundred counts. Um, but over since tw- this is the highest raise in hate crimes over uh, in this year since nine after nine eleven.
0: Oh, fear, maybe fear-driven. Huh. But, but thank you, John.
2: Yes, and but, yay indeed. But my point here is that yes, you're seeing a massive rise in hate crime, and it is specifically tied to Trump because people are beating people over the head and shouting Trump while they do it. So it's not like you can say, "Well, maybe you know they are tied to something else." No, they're tying this directly to his election. And then, of course, you have what we were calling for a while the alt-right people. And I think we should now give them their proper name, which Diet is racist. Nazis. <laughs> Diet Nazis. These people are Nazis. Yeah. And they're talking about creating a country without people of color, without Jews, and in which women are under complete male control. Yay. So, <laughs> so yes, this, this, this is a fluorescence, if you will, yeah. of what has been bubbling under the yeah. surface for quite a long time.
3: And and thanks to the election, it's got Trump branding. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they use gold leaf paint, I wonder? <laughs> Okay, well, thanks, George. <laughs> uh, well,
0: and I guess that uh, speaks to all of us who don't feel that way to sort of vigilance yeah. and the the legal system and reporting things. And, you know, people will get their day in court for their behaviors and just tamping it back down again. Yeah. As long as Trump doesn't. Well, it I, I, it's I saw an interesting
2: thing uh, Go ahead. today. You know the old saying, first they came for the yes. Jews, but I didn't react because I wasn't a Jew, etc. Then they came for the Lutherans and so yeah. forth. Yeah, and, and the, the new one is first I came for the Muslims, not this time. <laughs> yeah. Rather colorful appendage at the end of that quote. Yes. I, think so. we're, I I was not going to say that. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yes, there uh. was
2: an expletive there <laughs> involving having sex with maternal yeah. persons. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh. Well, now Trump started to pick his his team, right and that's yeah. the that's sort of the that's what everybody's watching, including yeah. the BBC and everyone Mr. else. Mr. Well, Jeff Sessions well, of Alabama. I,
3: I got to say, it's like Sue is as someone who's like, you describe yourself as a law and order Republican. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, and, and that's well, that's a good thing. I'm not, I'm not in any way trying to undercut you. I'm saying that's a good thing. It must be kind of really disturbing to see, like, wait.
0: Beyond disturbing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you can't really have the, what, no, that's not what I mean by law and order. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like they say, the hostile takeover of the party, but the party was already in shambles. And, yeah. you know, there were there were huge fights. In fact, I yeah. was going to say the one interesting thing is that he picked Reince Priebus, who's sort of, you know, nobody in a way. I mean, he's the head of the RNC, but he's yeah. not any big personality or anything. Turns out he's the guy— Most
3: that, noteworthy for the weird name. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, in keeping the peace— you know, help get Scott Walker elected and manage the Tea Party. You know, it's funny he's a he's a bridge builder. He isn't what, who you would expect as chief of staff, so he's mm. going to have to he's going to have to calm these guys down. And but
2: he's an administrator, and that's the guy you want in that position. Yeah,
0: but when you think of Trump's him, certainly not one. <laughs> well, okay. and and when he's working with Congress and all, you know, it's very interesting that he picked this this guy who sort of doesn't cause any trouble and tries to keep the factions mm-hmm. together and his whole history has been like that i didn't know where he came from and i was looking back at it and he's huh. just a that's what he does he comes in you know he, he on, on the other it hand, over you know gets at things the same done. time you have bannon yeah his strategist no his counselor right it's a chief cou-
2: strategist and according to what trump said counselor i think himself yeah. Yeah that they are going to be roughly equivalent in power in the White House.
0: Well you know that's how Trump manages and that's the that's the, the reality part TV of,
2: approach, let them
3: fight it fight it out?
0: And I've known managers like that. People that have trouble holding power, they pick two really strong people and direct them against each other and then basically referee. And the problem with that is that exactly that who do you go to for the decision? Mm-hmm. And if Bannon says the decision is this way or Trump wants to see that way, you know Priebus is going to be
3: conciliatory. That actually was one of the things I remember that seemed to be a problem for the Bush administration I remember reading accounts and like uh, like I didn't read all of you know whole books of Bob Woodward's about the Bush administration but I read some substantial excerpts and I remember reading about for example there'd be cabinet meetings Uh, where Condoleezza Rice would say, like, well, I think we should do blah, 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 blah. And Bush would go, okay. And And then Cheney would, yeah. Well, well, then Rumsfeld, who, like, didn't, you know, he was like, I'm Secretary of Defense. I don't want the National Security Advisor telling me what to do. He basically, you know, Bush would say, like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then, like, they come back a month later. And And they weren't doing it. Well, and (laughs) and Condoleezza Rice would say, like, so you said we should do X, and Rumsfeld's not doing it. Huh? And Bush would be like, Well, you guys sort it out. Yeah.
0: And it's yeah. like No Well and I think Bush is Bush w, w George W was much weaker person than Trump is, but you would expect somebody that is as strong as Trump says he is, to mm. basically say, you know, we're marching here. And he and he doesn't manage that way. He actually sets up his casino managers against each other. He sets up not his kids so much. But all that process... Oh, he, I'm sure he sets his kids and, against and each, here, each other. And here is
2: something that I never thought that I would say, and I'm sure none of you would ever have thought that you'd hear me say it. I uh, actually the think re-coming? that George W. Bush... Would be a better administrator than Donald Trump. I, I do too.
1: Do,
0: do, do.
2: We've hit jackpot, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> We've reached that
1: point. Uh, a particularly sad kind of jazz. Yes. Oh,
0: boy. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that whole process of who he's picking, I also think he's picking second tier people because he can't get first tier. So people. you you don't think
3: uh, and I agree with you.
2: Yeah,
0: no,
3: I, I'm certainly not going to argue with you. But you don't think what do you? I mean, so that's your impression of Jeff Sessions? Uh, well, let's see. You you made a list here. Thank you. Uh, yeah. What is it here? Uh, Jeff Sessions for Attorney General. He's a senator from Alabama, I believe. Yes. Yeah. General Mike Flynn. I've never heard of him. National Security Advisor. And Jeff Congressman Sessions. Mike Pompeo. I've heard of him. He's been on the Benghazi, one of those Benghazi panels in the House and he, yeah. for CIA yes. director.
0: But Jeff yes. Sessions for AG, and yet he couldn't become a judge because he has some things he did in his background, and, and the Senate wouldn't confirm him. 30 what, years ago, yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, he, among other things, said he thought the uh, Voting Rights Act was overly intrusive. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes.
0: And a lot of other things that are even also He also, so. oh, sa- well. he also <laughs> sure. said
2: that he thought that the Civil Rights Act was unconstitutional. Right. Because...
3: Why would we want to make sure our laws help everybody?
0: And he despairs the NAACP and a whole bunch of other things. Yes, so, and racial <laughs> slurs
3: and so forth, yeah.
0: Yeah, so the question is, why did he pick him? And you you were saying it earlier, loyalty. He was the first to endorse. He jumped right out in right. front, you oh, know, yeah. like um, Chris Even Christie did, although he's on the bench right now for his own adventures. So. But anyway, so Jeff Sessions, I don't consider him a strong candidate for AG. I think how much do you want to bet
2: he's going to name Christie to the Supreme Court?
0: Oh, no. No, it no. depends
2: on whether Christie's in prison at the time. Yeah, good good <laughs>
0: point. And I do, I've said this before, you guys know, but um, I do hope that Chris Christie gets indicted. I really like the guy, but yeah. I—he's a right now he's an unindicted co-conspirator, and he can't mm. defend himself. So I hope he gets his day in court, because I, I, I think he'll prevail. I, I,
3: I agree with you. I mean, I personally, I don't think it looks good for him. i, I, I I'm inclined to believe the allegations, but I would like to see them... Uh, adjudicated properly yeah Uh, yeah. and you know uh, i could be wrong and i'd be happy to him have a chance to prove it i agree that's absolutely that absolutely is better so
0: um mike flynn you know he's a general he's been sort of shopping himself to everybody including um Mm. carly fiorina and all that he is he is a lieutenant general he's not he
2: does have a background in national security issues yeah. Somebody has to, right? Yeah. <laughs> because apparently, so I've I've heard that uh, uh, Mr.
0: Trump also. But Obama w- fired him pretty quickly after he promoted him. So yeah. I think Obama said, "You're fired." So yes, oh, wow, yeah, well, that's Trump's he, job. He, he <laughs> is
2: he is extremely right wing, uh, and uh, and very much a
3: war hawk. So, my understanding is also that uh, Mr. Trump wants his children to become, uh, uh, to get, you know, uh, top secret daily briefings.
1: Yes. As he he does. And I
0: was shocked to find out that the president and vice president are actually exempt from the conflict of interest law. And I gave you guys, I think I gave you the citation. Yeah. And um, that was a surprise to me. In a way, that isn't a surprise. I mean, after all, like, you
3: know, JFK appointed uh, Bobby to be his attorney general. That's illegal now. Yeah. They,
0: they changed the law after that. They changed that. the law after Oh, that. okay. Yeah, nepotism. So nepotism is a question, but if they're unpaid, which is what Bill... Clinton did with Hillary Clinton. She was oh, unpaid. Oh, I see. And then they had to argue that she was an employee of the government so that she could have secret meetings, just like Cheney did with the oil guys. So it's very—it's a complicated world at the moment because mm. he's got all these loopholes. And, of course, Trump not Not to mention Trump the fact them.
2: that he wants his children to have secret briefings that could have an effect on their business holdings, and he yeah. wants they to will give them run. control hmm. of the business... So Trump, instead of making it a blind trust. Tr-
0: Trump and Pence will be exempt from the conflict of interest laws because they're executive. But the kids would not. The kids would not. Anybody that's working for them would not. So everybody around him can go to jail, but, you know, not <laughs> him. So. so we're back at the Reagan administration. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Um, fun times.
0: Mike Flynn said that Islam is a cancer. Uh, Mike Pompeo, the CIA director, said that encryption. No,
2: the person who has been nominated... Sorry. The CIA director. Sorry. Uh, None of these people are currently in power. Well, so I just picked
0: up a couple sure. of quick facts on them. But um, he thinks encryption's okay, that you shouldn't have to have a backdoor because all the American companies will go to European companies if you yeah. insist on a backdoor. And then he said, but if somebody personally uses encryption, I think you might want to look at them in terms of national security.
3: Well, and this is to say nothing of the fellow, the climate change, uh, the, the, f- the staunch climate change denialist who... Uh, Trump wants to maybe head the uh, EPA. So well, that's we,
2: we awesome. also have a very interesting thing that one of the people that Trump has suggested putting into power has suggested a purge of the U.S. military so that only people loyal to Trump could serve at the top End of the U.S. military. Oh, for God's sake.
0: Wow. And Trump we, talk plan, <laughs> <Trump planned laughs> we talked about e- Pence e- and we talked e- about Steve e- Bannon. So we've yeah. sort of covered the gamut yeah. of. And I think he's going to do um, Nikki Haley for uh, Secretary of the uh, Treasury. She happens I to be a CPA I and very good, but I she wow, did okay. not t- endorse him
3: no but so so in other words it's two things in her favor <laughs> i have a good impression of nikki haley anyway it is time for us to wrap up uh um because uh because <clears throat> sorry we have a subculture coming up in just a few minutes i want to give them time to get into the studio but i should mention one last time this is our uh, fall uh, fundraising week so uh please do make a donation to us uh yeah, uh, It is valleyfreeradio.org. Uh, there's a link right on the top of the webpage to donate through PayPal. Or you can call us at 413 585 one zero three three. I think I saw the studio phone ring just a minute ago, so uh, somebody's contributing. Thank you very much, whoever it is. We're Don't have time to read your us. name over the air, <laughs> but we we'll, might mention you next time. Um, but thank you very much for uh, supporting Valley Free Radio. It makes uh, all of what we do possible. So that's all for tonight for Civil Politics. We'll be back again next—no, actually, we won't be back again next week, right? Because it's Thanksgiving.
0: Are we doing a show?
3: Maybe not. But anyway, well, if w- I think we'll be back next week. Hopefully you'll be able to hear us. Anyway, so we'll be back next week with more civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. Stay tuned for Subculture coming up in just a couple of minutes. Thank you, and good night.